You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. If you know just one name from British TV in the 60s, it's Doctor Who. If you know two, the second is Mary Whitehouse. Mary was the walking personification of the moral majority. She hated the BBC. She hated BBC head Hugh Green. She hated Doctor Who. In 1965, Sidney Newman, the BBC department head who put Doctor Who on the air, and whom Mary Whitehouse hated, began to imagine a series which would give Mary Whitehouse the kind of hero she seemed to want. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5. Five minutes of science fiction history for June 23rd. And today we take a look at Adam Adamant Lives. Newman liked the idea of a Victorian protector of the crown, sort of like the Kingsman. But to make the show relevant, and to keep production costs down, he wanted it set in modern London. Sexton Blake was a fictional character similar to Sherlock Holmes, which dated back nearly to Queen Victoria. When Newman couldn't get the rights to that character, he invented Adam Adamant, Gentleman Adventurer. He also brought over Verity Lambert from Doctor Who to produce. It's also worth noting a young Ridley Scott directed a few episodes. Adamant was frozen in ice in 1902 by arch-villain The Face. Buried far below London, he stayed frozen until building construction in 1966 unearthed him. Thought out, he's weak, but otherwise fine. He refuses to stay in the hospital and heads out into swinging 60s London. Depleted and bewildered by everything he sees, he collapses on the street, and a young lady rushes to his aid. Georgina Jones actually recognized Adamant, having grown up on stories of his exploits. Adamant wakes up in Georgina's flat, weak as water, as they say. As he tries to apologize for compromising her honor for having spent the night in her home, she tries to get him to understand that these are different times, and he had done nothing wrong. It's an interesting reversal of reality in that the woman is teaching the man about modern Western morality. Eventually, she does get him to accept that he is indeed 99 years old, and staying with her is not a problem. Adam Adamant quickly regains his strength, saves Georgina from mobsters, and sets about re-establishing the lifestyle he knew. Grandly played by Gerald Harper, Adamant always cuts a dashing figure, with his Edwardian cape, ruffled shirt, and sword cane. While the baddies often brandish guns, they're rarely fired, and more often used as clubs. Instead, Adamant finds himself dealing with a lot of blunt and bladed weapons, which is probably a bit of a stretch for 60s London. Still, he is always courteous and polite, always well-spoken, and won't hit a woman, though he will throw one off a roof. He's clever. He can ferret out the meaning of a clue by understanding how to read and manipulate people. That's his secret weapon in a world with 60 years of technology that he simply doesn't understand. The elephant in the room, of course, is Austin Powers. Mike Myers openly admits to using Adam Adamant as the inspiration for his international man of mystery. He even took it a step further. Adamant knew Georgina's grandfather before he was frozen. Austin's assistant in the 60s was the mother of Vanessa Kensington, who became his assistant in the 90s. Gerald Harper cuts a dashing figure. At times, he is almost indistinguishable in both looks and mannerisms to 10th Doctor David Tennant. His sweeping about in a cape and reliance on cleverness smacks of the 3rd Doctor John Pertwee. Pertwee's Doctor even escapes from a hospital in his inaugural episode, just like Adamant. There were two seasons of Adam Adamant Lives. Unfortunately, a number of the episodes, mostly in the second season, have been lost. 
Adam Adamant does in fact continue to live. Big Finish Productions is producing Adam Adamant audio stories, though the character is now played by Blake Ritson. Adamant's competition was the Avengers, and that no doubt led to his downfall. The dapper lead and thoroughly modern sidekick simply wasn't as effective here, in large part because Georgina was kept rather chaste. The show lacked the sheer glamour and sex appeal of Miss Emma Peel. And for that, we have to refer back to Mary Whitehouse. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for June 23rd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.